Essie, so we know all of this. Why, why does Jen Psaki even continue to call on Fox in the briefing room? I mean, they're very, they've been very courteous and, I should say, you know, kind. Because if your network is promoting BS and lies about what is actually happening in the country and helping to inspire and incite an insurrection, why, why should they even be able to take part in a legitimate press briefing, in legitimate journalism? Yeah, it's so tough because there are reporters still at Fox, very few and very few getting um, airtime. And the last real good one just left the building. Um, and the problem with any good reporters left at Fox is that the, the primetime people contradict everything they say. Right. Mm-hmm. So you could report something like COVID is real or the election wasn't stolen, but it's just going to be contradicted in primetime. Yeah. And that just makes you wonder, what else are you being told as a Fox viewer that these people don't even believe in stuff about COVID and vac- vaccines and mask mandates. They don't believe in any of that garbage that they're that they're peddling, but they're pushing it anyway because yeah. they don't have to believe it. They just want to sell it. And they don't care what happens to you, the viewer, or the country when you buy it. Same question, Brian. Even though she makes a very good point, even though they have vaccine rules and um, mask rules and mandates at their own places of business. But why the question about why, why did they even allow Fox to what, pretend in the briefing room that they're a real news organization? Well, I think we'd happened. say historically, you got to keep as broad an opening of the press corps as possible, let in as many voices as possible, you know, even let in cranks. And there's been a lot of cranks in the briefing room in the past, not Fox, but just randos that are able to come to the briefing. I think historically that's been the approach. Let as many people in as you can possibly fit in the room. But to, today at the briefing, what did Fox ask about? the Christmas tree being set ablaze, which was awful last week, and I was really disturbed to see it. But no one thinks that's the top 10 story in America today, except at Fox News. All right, ladies and gentlemen, what's going on? What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? You know, I got to tell you, there's a reason why I play stuff like this. And it's to show you the crap that is foaming at the mouth on TV in front of America and the world. Now, some people, some people will get up there. I don't want to hear them. We don't play 24 hours of this crap. We don't, we don't do it. But there are stories out there. Don Lemon, Don Lemon, basically he's supposed to be a journalist. And look, we, we, we know Dandy Don, who Dandy Don is. We know him. But he's in the press. Hutch? Leah? He's he, he's in the press. He knows about the First Amendment, freedom of the press. And he wants to shut down Peter Ducey. I mean, the the <laughs> intelligence level in that room was so high, so off the charts with Don Lamont and Potato Head. I mean, Don doesn't even have a laptop. No. That's how smart he is. No. He doesn't even need any backup. He just has it all up in his uh, lemon head. <laughs> CNN has to do this. They, you know, I was I was cleaning out my closet last night, and I thought to myself, which was so weird that you just played that because I mm. haven't seen that. And I thought, you know, and I was listening to Fox and Peter Ducey ask some questions to Jen yesterday, and I saw how exhausted she looked. And I thought, you know, when is it to the point where she's going to stop calling on him or they're going to request that he gets kicked out of there? So it was shocking to me to see that that clip that you played. But I feel like CNN has to do this. They have to make Fox look like the villain because right now they have to answer to why Chris Como's producer was a pedophile raping nine year olds. They have to answer to why Como 
pretty much uh, had no ethics uh, with his brother and called Janice Dean, that weather bitch, uh, to someone right through a text message who didn't deserve that. Her her uh, in-laws died of COVID because of Como's actions. And lastly, Don Lemon is accused of sexual harassment himself. So for them to make fun of the Fox News Christmas tree, because Peter Ducey asked about it, he wasn't trying to bring attention that it was the Fox News Christmas tree. He was trying to say vigilante at its best. What are you guys doing about the crime in New York City? The point was totally missed with Don Lemon and Potato Head. And they chuckled about it. That's the problem with CNN. Hodge, did you see the Republican uh, female? Uh, I forgot what her name was. She used to be Tea Party Republican female. That was a female in that clip. Okay. She, she very Republican. Well, she left um, when Trump got elected. She left. Well, she didn't leave the party. She just went to CNN. She got a job over there. She got a show over there. And, um, um, oh, man, what is her name? Well, either way. Dean? No. Somebody, somebody, Dean? No, it's like a. Okay. It's like an in SC Cup. Oh yeah, okay. SC. SC Cup. SC Cup. She went bad. She went bad immediately. Just as soon as Trump got the nomination. Yeah. Yeah, she went terrible. She was on our side for a while there. For a while I there. We, yeah. I think we even talked to her. Yeah, I yeah, I, yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Um I forgot yeah. all about her. That's how obscure that makes you when you do that. <laughs> I forgot all about her. You know, David from not David from um it was her okay it was her it was her uh dandy dine and um and potato head dude um the way that they have been going after Donald Trump it's lovely when he was president and now he's not in the White House the way that I've never seen they didn't do Reagan like that. <laughs> nope. <laughs> they didn't do Herbert Walker. They didn't do Nixon like that. They didn't do right, right, right. Look, and you know what? Nixon got Nixon was that. Nixon was a cartoon character. He was he easy. He was worse. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, but you know, he I mean he had that ski slope nose. Nobody has a nose like that. I mean, that dude, he was a straight up target when he got on TV. I ain't saying he commanded him to do it, but he his boys broke into the DNC. Back <laughs> <laughs> that was back when politics was politics, boy. Broke into <laughs> the headquarters of the DNC. <laughs> and them saw bitches did time like men. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what was that little dude's name? He came out with a talk show after it was over. <laughs> yeah, little, little. Uh, yeah, little yeah. He was ballhead dude. He was oh, crazy. Yeah, I can't think yeah. of his name. Yeah, Lee. Lee. Uh, I forget his name. He he was tough ass though. He was in out of good stuff. He was. He was. He was, he was hanging with the killers up there. <laughs> no, but um, again, I have not seen anybody take the amount of abuse as leader of the free world that Donald Trump took. And before he went in, he was everybody's friend. Everybody was going to the towers. Oh yeah, to get money. Everybody was going to get donations. Everybody was going. You know what I'm saying? At the fights, everybody wanted to say hi to him and get on camera with him. Right. He was on the view. They loved him on the view. They were kissing up on him and hugging him. Do you remember that, Wayne? Yep. Yeah. Do. Yeah, because I mean, he he truly was. But I, I guess the end goal is they don't want him to run in 2024. So. They're trying desperately to do whatever that they're, they're mounting down on every single network. I, I'll tell you, it's not gonna, it's not gonna be good for Don Lemon and, and Stelter. You notice that whole, that whole uh, exchange. They never mentioned Jay Acosta, right? And 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 how he acted exactly. every single day. Exactly. And how he did what? How he I mean, acted how he, a fool every day, man. He came oh, he, in. Well, he threw a fit in the press room every single day. And they forget all about that. He, Just like he even guys. Got, with, he even got his pass taken away. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I was I, surprised. I was surprised that that didn't stick, get upheld. Well, when you have Sean Hannity and the other Fox people that say, well, he needs to get his press pass back, they all they all defended him. Yeah, they did. They, they did. all defended him. It's, I mean, it's like when the liberal does, when the liberal reporter does bad things, 
Sean Hannity, my friend, my boy, is the first one to jump on there and say, I don't think he should be fired. I don't think that he should get in trouble. I, I mean, you know, I, I mean, you know, that's that's just me. Like, God damn, man. He Sean Hannity doesn't again, your friend, I know, but I just feel like he's not a fighter. He's a great talker. That's great that he's got his own show, but I feel like when it comes down to it, I don't think I'd see him in the trenches with a gun. And I'll say that because he's got Lindsey Graham on and Dr. Oz on. I mean, well, that should tell you a lot about what where Sean Hannity's at. And it disappoints me to see that his two biggest features on his show are Lindsey Graham and Dr. Oz. Sorry. Sorry, Sean. Love you. But, I mean, you got to fight a little harder, buddy. I don't love you. <laughs> I'm just saying that because he's Wayne's friend. But I'm very disappointed. Oh, I'm <laughs> I watched. I, I watched him operate as Wayne's friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But either way, I think, you know what? Why is it that that always happens? Why is it that as soon as the le- the right can finally get a stronghold and call out the left, they retreat and say, "You're totally well, right. No. You're right. There's no yeah. arguing that. I mean, that's yeah. and it's it's everywhere. It's everywhere in our leadership." The only thing that we have, the only hope that we have, in my opinion, and I know you guys don't always look kindly on them, but it's these young people, man, that are coming in. These old, you cannot trust these old people. No, you, you can't, can't trust none of I them. Agree. I agree. The I Senate, agree. over half of the Senate Republicans are garbage, man. I agree. I do. And I don't even, you don't know there's too many members in the House, so you don't get to know them all. And all of a sudden, <laughs> one, some obscure guy comes up and votes against your whole life, man. It's like, Where'd he come from? You I know, didn't who is this guy? Yeah, I didn't even know. You know, I'm going around saying, "Yeah, we need we need some more uh, uh, salt and pepper uh, uh, in the house." And you know, I look, you know, I'm like, "Oh, we do have some." They just hang so in the United corner. Nations. It's the United Nations in there. Yeah, yeah you know, really. Kind of. I bet there's people in the house that can't speak English. I mean, I think what they do, they, you know, they, they get this immigration thing going and they get, all right, so we got all these immigrants coming in from Iraq. Let's put them over here in Hamtranic, Michigan. The next thing you know, Hamtranic, Michigan is a Muslim controlled city with members of Congress. I swear they did that on purpose. Cause how else, how else could somebody like Rashida to not even her? Oh, Ilhan Omar. How could Ilhan Omar get elected in Minnesota? Yes, she did. Yes, she unless did. unless they pre yes, they did. pre-placed the people in there. Yeah, I mean, she voted. That's the best way to take over a country is pre. I swear that's what they're doing. Uh, she, and you, Hutch, you said something about um, the elderly in our government. And yeah. I think it's interesting. Fauci's like 81 next week. Nancy Pelosi's over 80. Joe Biden's hitting to 80. Mitch McConnell's hitting to 80. And they're all talking about, get your vaccines. And I'm like, is it because we're just trying to save your old asses? Because I'm kind of getting sick and tired of that narrative. And that's what I'm starting to see now. It's this old mentality. They just don't have any idea on how to run with this new type of life. It's, I don't know. It, it's really scary to me. Well, never majority- this is the oldest government we've ever had. Yeah. The, and ma- they- the majority of people that I had to fire as a federal supervisor were because they were over 60. That was the only reason. Now, that was the Department of the Army. It's a little bit different. Little but bit there's wrong. no reason why these people should be working until they're 80. Man. That, that's that's, no, that's not good for us. You're right. You're right. It's not. And, I mean, I've always looked at it like this. Um, when you get to a certain point age-wise – there is nothing new that you can do. There's nothing right. new that yeah. you can do. Um, and the way that the atmosphere, the political atmosphere is set up, the younger people have the vision for yes. Amen to that. the future about how... And, the, and the skin in the game. They got the kids and the grandkids. And the money. And, and here's the thing. <laughs> Wayne said this way, way back about Maxine Waters um, and it has to do with racism. She has post-traumatic stress syndrome. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, and that's true. what Wayne said. Okay. Yeah. And and I understood what he was saying, but last night I watched a documentary on Motown and just how uh, everything kind of went on with, with Motown. And I saw firsthand what they were talking about when it comes to 
post-traumatic stress. And it was something that I could see them still holding on to as they're being interviewed. Gordy and who was the other guy that started Motown? Um, heard it through the Marvin Gaye and there was another one. Uh, I can't think of his name right now. But anyways, they all had PTSD. And I'm thinking Maxine Waters, over 80, she's still reliving those times in the 60s. Right, Wayne? And on top of that, have you ever seen, no offense to anybody in the audience, I've never seen a happy person over 80. They're all grumpy. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, either Do they have our best interests. I mean, I'm, I'm not either trying to knock down a senior citizen. I'm just saying in Congress. I am. When in call, well, you're going to be old one day too. Just remember and, that. And I'll be grumpy. <laughs> I'll be grumpy. Just remember that. I'm, I'm sitting there sticking up for my peeps. There, there's a perfect example. Grumpers. <laughs> you know, Shit, I'm, I mean, having, I'm having more fun than I had my whole life. But I mean, either either they're grumpy or they just don't give a damn. Okay, and right. and. And and they also get a pass. Most old people get a pass. Oh, yeah. So whatever they say, you really can't say anything back because you were like, oh man, okay, yeah, because you know you've seen a whole lot of stuff and you've been through a whole lot of stuff. But that's another thing between old and young. Old, old older people in the, the political government, just like you said, Leah, they have gone through so many things. When Leah brings up PTSD, she's not talking about war or anything. She's talking about the stuff that they went through in the 60s and late 50s, 60s, and early 70s with the revolutions and on the campuses and all that, all that make love, not war type of mess and everything. That's what they lived through. That's who they are. That I mean, and you have, look at the ones in have, government, they have you really look at deep uh, um, hurt or deep. Um, uh, uh, scars about what happened back then, and that's what they are in Congress with right now. They're they're in Congress with that type of that type of hurt. Let me add an additional an additional level level to that mm -hmm. is the ones that are in Washington and the ones that are in the music industry. There is a huge percentage of draft dodgers in there. There was a war that was going on during that mm -hmm. time, and these cowardly bastards didn't go. And there's a lot of them. That are feeling guilty about that. Mm -hmm. That that helps contribute to their PTSD because the people that they're around, I guarantee you, Barry Gordy or, or you know, you go into the black neighborhood in Detroit, and all those people served. Well, you know what I, I mean. They were all in the military. And mm -hmm. I watched and Smokey Robinson, who I was talking about, and um, he said that whenever they pulled into down south, especially because in Motown they weren't really segregated, they didn't look at it like that. But when they went down south. Uh, the one guy had a gun to his head. The sheriff said, get out of here. Here he was in a white, it said whites only lobby. And then they looked and found a uh, a water fountain and it said colored. Okay. And then the other one said whites. And to them to this day, when they were speaking about it, it really bothered them. Oh, and yeah. I could see that. And I can understand that that's why it bothered them. They showed a clip of Oprah saying that she was so shocked when the Supremes came on the television because it was the first time ever that she saw a person of color who was a woman on television and she was so excited about it. But she said on her show that day, way back in the early eighties, she said, I was calling people saying there's colored folk on the TV. She said, cause we couldn't call each other black. And I thought to myself, wow, I How finally she? get, she's old. But now I finally get why Oprah and all of these uh, elderly people like Maxine Waters come out and they're screaming all this me, stuff. Like it's post-traumatic stress. Let it me tell you why, and this is my opinion, because my father used to get me all these uh, uh, cards, these uh, black history cards. So, you know, I knew about Frederick Douglass. I knew about Harry Tubman. Harry Tubman was born six miles or seven miles outside of where I was raised. Harry Tubman. Okay. This way. Going this way, about 15 or 20 miles down that way, Frederick Douglass was born in Talbot County. So you had Harry born that way, Frederick Douglass born that way, and I'm in the middle. So <laughs> <laughs> I la, 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 you know that that's great news. But the, my father used to give me these these cards and whatnot and I used to read and and all this stuff and I knew my black history from these cards. I knew about you know doctors and different things like that. Now when you get to the civil rights movement in the 60s, 
And especially when TV hit the South and America starts seeing everything that was happening down there. Mm -hmm. After Martin Luther King died, after he died, the South started putting blacks in elected positions. The Democrats start putting blacks in elected positions by name only. They really didn't have no power, but mayor, different things like this. Take care of your people. We're going we gonna make sure that we're over you, but it's it's a it's a statue name or something like that. That now you see somebody of your color in a high position, maybe and and I don't know, maybe that's why they're dem- I mean, the blacks, black, black Americans, black mm-hmm. voters stay with the Democrat Party for so much because you saw a whole lot more black leaders like Andrew Young. Remember Andrew mm-hmm. Young? Andrew Young marched beside Martin Luther King. He became the governor down there of Alabama or or and, or, and a UN rep for a while. Yeah, yeah. We're under the Democrat Party, but those those positions didn't have power. Okay, believe me, those positions didn't have power. So when you get into the House of Representatives, we go, y'all can have a, a, a black caucus. Yeah, a, a black and and you know what? We'll we'll make you feel better. Um, you're the conscience, right? Of the Congress. Correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, how can I say this? So the Democrat Party was very loyal uh, to that community. And I feel like the black community, once you're loyal to them, they're loyal to you. Does that make sense? No. The Democrat Party is the worst thing that ever happened to the black community. I know that. That's not what I'm saying. He asked, Wayne asked, I wonder if that's the reason why the black community was so loyal then to the Democrat Party is because they saw the Democrat Party lift them up. So I'm getting clarification from Wayne. Is that Excuse what me. happened? No, no, you're fine. Is that what happened, Wayne? To Is that why they were so loyal to the Democrat Party? Because in the 70s, they saw the loyalty that the Democrats gave to them by lifting up their own people. That's what I was asking. Because I'm trying to yeah, learn. Yes, yes, yeah. They okay. they saw the Democrat Party putting um, Black people on stage at their conventions, um, giving them, again, position titles. Not power, but position mm-hmm. titles. You know, uh, and and giving them well, not giving them seats, but what's it called when you cut up, cut uh, cut up districts and stuff? Gerrymandering. Gerrymandering. Yeah, mm-hmm. they gerrymandered di- mm-hmm. districts for black leaders, and when the black leaders got in, you know, they you still have to answer to to Nancy Pelosi. You still have to answer to um, Steny Hoyer. You still have to answer to these people. And that's that's why I sort of got mad at um, James Clyburn years ago. James Clyburn could have been the number two Democrat in the House. You know, I mean, but. uh, So so what happened like right after the Civil War in that late 1860s and up through the 1870s, there were a ton of black Republicans in Congress. There was a lot of them from down south. Um, I know. I, know I mean, like I'm, look, I'm looking. I'm looking at a list right here. I know in the state they were, and the forty. No, in the U.S. Congress, in the forty-first and forty-second Congress, which the forty-second was eighteen seventy-one mm-hmm. to seventy-three. I'm looking at this list, and it's well, no, it's it's year by year. It's about six members, about six, but it's year after year. What happened to them? Like I, it started getting small up in 1889. What's the um, started whittling down to one? What's the um, what's the states? North or south? Southern yeah. Southern states: North Carolina, Virginia, South Carolina, Bad Mississippi, yeah. Louisiana. Because the place where they said the Dixiecrat thing. Because the slave masters, like like I said before, the slave masters decided that since they were that they were losing their plantations and stuff. They start getting elected to Congress. These are all Republicans, 100%. Right. But remember, the, the Democrats started taking over Congress for about 40 years, too. Yeah. For about 40, 50 no, years. No, I, I think they were in the minority. Later on, 
down the road too, right? But um, this one guy, Adam Clayton Powell, man, he was in forever. Yeah, From out of he was out of New York. No, you know what? That's a Democrat. That's a Democrat. Well, I, that's I, probably why he's in forever. I, I, I got down past nineteen thirty, and it started all turning into Democrats. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> But uh, my point was, my my point was that 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 story is rarely told. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, most. uh, Well, actually, it is. It is told. But the 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 excuse is that the party switched. Yeah. You sent me that video. I used that video about that when when it actually showed every one of the Democrats was still a Democrat. It was a big lie. Exactly. That old that old Southern strategy, Dixie crap bullshit yep. was a lie. Exactly. And, and people people I mean because Nixon was behind the Southern the Southern strategy. And when you hear uh uh Al Sharpton and them talk about it, they're basically saying that Nixon went down to the South and 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 got all young people and made it a, a, a racist strategy and stuff. But when you listen to real people with logical and common sense talking. They said that the Republicans went down to the South and they start talking to the young people because the older people were racist. The older people were racist. So you start going down and talk to the young people and try to 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 tell them, that, look, this is how you fix this. It, that's when they had outreach. This is how you fix this. This is how you fix this. You didn't see no more of the hoses on black people down there. You didn't see no more of the hangings and you didn't see all when Republicans took over down there, but the Democrats are like, eh, well, you know, it's racist Republicans. Well, really? Seriously? Okay, but the but you didn't see nobody getting hosed, though. No more. You didn't see uh, uh, um, um, colored people eat here, white people eat here, when the Republicans took over. You didn't see that. Right. You saw it when Bull Connor was in charge down there. You saw that, though. Wayne and Diane Spencer takes me back to uh, a few months ago when you had talked about uh, Democrats watched Martin Luther King change from Republican to Democrat. Yeah, and 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 and, and, and that was a mistake too, because that was Robert a jailhouse F- move. Robert F. Kennedy didn't want his brother getting into the civil rights situation that was happening in the South, and Martin Luther King got put in jail. And was going to serve a long time. Actually, he was going to serve a long time, but um, ringy, uh, ringy, ringy. Robert F. Kennedy <laughs> called and talked to Martin Luther King's wife. Yeah, and he and he and he made a couple promises. Talked to his brother. Next thing you know, Martin Luther King is coming out of jail, and there was a camera right there. Not the Democrats. Camera right there. And he was like, "Well, you know, we thank Robert thank F. Kennedy was the Attorney General, by the way. He he he, he was the Attorney General, and he had the key. Like, he, he had the key. Like, he looked like the Kennedys had saved. And, 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 and Martin came out there. He was like, "Well, I, you know, I'm not going to say this is a political, but you know, <laughs> I want to thank uh, the president for what he's done." Yeah. Boom! Switch. Boom! Voting Democrat for the rest of my right. life. You, my know, kids, you never kids, hear my kids, kids. You never hear that the whole rest of his life before that he was a Republican. Mm-mm. No, you never don't. Hear, they never they, hear they wash that it. away. They wash that away. It is not in the history books. The man got out of jail. That's what he did. That's how come he's a Democrat. And 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 when he got out of jail and he got in front of the camera, he he didn't tell the cameras. Well, now I want everybody to vote Democrat. He just said, I want to thank Kennedy for... Same message, know. though. He kept his yeah. same Republican message. Yeah, because, you I know. mean, if you look back at when he was younger, a couple of years before... Ken- well, a couple of years before Kennedy got put, got elected, he was shaking hands with Eisenhower and and, mm-hmm. and Nixon. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he was a pastor looking for help for... The um for the black community down there in the south, that's just the truth. He 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 didn't come out saying. Now he did come out against the war though, but I mean he didn't come out saying he was a Republican or a Democrat. He to this point, I never heard him say that. I never saw any video of him saying that. It's crazy. The actions of the Democrats. The only Democrat in Martin Luther King is Jesse Jackson. <laughs> there's a there's a freaking drifter grifter right there, and. 
he gripped it so bad. There was a story in the Bible. Yeah, we got in the Bible. Yep. <laughs> there was a story in the Bible where there was this prophet called Elijah. Yeah. He had a whole lot of power. He had a whole lot of prophet, prophetic power. He took on an understudy named Elisha. And Elisha had, um, and Elijah granted Elisha one wish, one wish, or sort of wish. And um, Elisha said, I want to have double your power uh, when you pass on. And Elijah said, you will have it, but you have to be with me when I pass. It just so happened, it happened like that. Well, when you, why do you bring that up? Because Jesse Jackson was with Martin Luther King when he died. When Martin fell to fell when he was hit, Jesse took some of his blood. That's how the story goes, and wiped it on himself as if he was going to be the new leader. Oh my! Taking over after Martin Luther King, and that's when he started his rush push coalition and all that stuff. He became a big figure for the Democrat party for many years. Like the only one. Hmm. There you go. And that so it sounds like he never let a crisis go to waste. If that's he did. the story. He, did. Uh, he ran it the rest of his life. Sure did. Wow. Raised his whole yeah. family on it on that mm -hmm. one day. Mm -hmm. Wow. Hey Wayne, before we go to our next subject, I just want to remind everybody that we're getting really close to Christmas and right. I just want everybody to get their, my pillow orders in now. So that way you have them for Christmas. I know a few people have been asking if they can go ahead and do that. So if you want to order your towel sets or your sheet sets, now is the time. So after Very the important. show, go to MyPillow.com. Uh, you can use code word Wayne, MyPillow.com forward slash Wayne. And you're going to get up to 66% worth of savings on there. Right. Great stocking stuffers. Those little pillows with the Bible stories on for the kids. Mm -hmm. I got one for everybody in my family. Great stocking stuffers for the kids. So if you're looking for stocking stuffers, get them that. It actually comes with the baby MyPillow. So cute. And, and remember, y'all. I've said five presents for five people in your family. You can't beat that. You get up to 66% off in savings by using that code Wayne. So mypillow.com forward slash Wayne. We even, we have our own page. Now you can use that code on anything on the website. Okay. If you don't stay on the Wayne page, you can go to, they have beds. They have um, electric beds. They have foam beds. They have regular, regular beds with the what's the thing that goes under the bed? Uh, oh, oh, so it, like box moves spring. it up and down. Box, oh, spring. box springs, yeah, they have box springs. Got that too. So mattress toppers, they've got it all. They got it all. They got it they're all. Either, they're even dabbling into the clothing now. Hoodies, men. Yep. Workout men shorts. And, I yep, found yep. workout shorts on there for men. Yep. Short thing. Cool. Yep, exactly. But um, yeah, we we went. God darn, I'm not. I'm not doing it. The GOP, y'all keep doing. Asking for more money, huh? God darn, they telling me. It's funny. It's funny how they keep telling me that I turn my back on Trump, but they keep uh, uh, asking money. Yeah, they keep they keep asking me for money. They're gonna really be emailing now because of the mass mandate in California. They're gonna be like. Come on, we need Trump back because that mass mandate. You watch, they're going to use that. Philadelphia. Philadelphia came out last night. Yeah. They, they passed the Detroit Amendment. They're getting ready to be Detroit. And, look, and for Philadelphia, that starts January 3rd. From what I read this morning, it starts January 3rd. But and that's you, not I, that's not the mask. That's like a vax mandate, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, it's a vax. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to put how I many bowling alleys? Gonna, there's not going to be a bowling alley in Philly. They're going to close down. They're all going to close. So, you got to prove that you got vaccinated starting January 3rd. You still prove live it. there. You're crazy, man. I wouldn't live there. <laughs> uh, they're going to drive me out to my cabin. I'm telling but, you. But it's okay to shoot up. It's okay to, it's okay to shoot up in the middle of the street and get your bloody AIDS victim blood everywhere on the streets. Hey. Throw up. Go to the bathroom on the streets while children walk by right across mm -hmm. from a school. But that's okay because that is not a health issue at all. Hey, There's no they voted. It. They, they that, voted right? for it. They, they voted for the sewage, not let them sleep in it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm serious. What else can you say, though? Really? I mean, they voted for it. They knew what these people were going to do. I mean, if they didn't, then they shouldn't vote. 
I thought it was really interesting during the 2020 election, Hutch, and you might be able to relate to this because you live in Pennsylvania too, how many people across the world country were shocked at how uh, dirty and crooked Philadelphia was. And I was like, I've known this my whole life. Like, this yeah, is just something you've known. Uh, but now it's finally starting to come out and they're going to have to be held accountable for it, I'm hoping. They threw snowballs at Santa Claus. I mean, they're terrible. National you know, and, and you have when you have governance like that, and you have people that are that complacent, it never gets better. Right. It's only going to get worse. If that city's Pandora's there, Pandora's if that Pandora's city's up. there for a thousand years, it's going to be a freaking hellhole. Yeah. And, and what is it? Years. The Democrats have been in power in Philadelphia for fifty years, is it, or something like that? From the thirties, yeah. How can and, it change? But if you look into this, is weird. If you look, I'm glad you said that. If you look into the history of Philadelphia politics, mm -hmm. at first it was controlled by the Republicans, and they were worse than the current Democrats. What? I'm stunned. I was stunned. Look it up, folks. I'm telling you, mm -hmm. history of Philadelphia right. politics, and check right. out the, the Republicans that used to be the criminals yeah. before My the My dad's Democrats always were. said Phillies has always been crooked when it comes to their gov governance. Angelo Bruno, baby. Mm -hmm. Always. He said you just can't find a good one to get in there. So another, another, I guess it's not advertisement, but another thing we like to talk about is uh, the locals community, waynedupree.locals.com, mm -hmm. that you can come over and join there. I think it's really, it's really kind of neat. I put a, a post over there. We all can post on there. And I put a, a pick, couple pictures of some sauerkraut that I was making. I saw that. I some, saw that. Yes, and I, I got did. A, I got a comment, and I thought this was so cool, from Tony N., she said, I love this for New Year's when I lived in PA, but I was raised in Georgia, so it's black eyes and collards with cornbread. And I was just like, I was like, I wasn't ready for that, man. I was pretty cool. You know? but, but I wanted to say that uh, what I did was I was talking on yesterday's show a little bit, uh, and I can't remember if it was the main show or if it was the wrap-up, because you get to check the wrap-up up if you're in the community after the show. Yeah. Uh, and I spoke a little bit about the Carnegie Science Center's uh, I think that was a mini miniature train set or miniature trains and village. And I posted a video in the locals community of that layout. So I just wanted to throw that out there in case anybody cool. wanted to check out a world-class model train setup. In the I want to see that submarine too that you mentioned out there. I think Coming that sounds up. neat as well. Coming up. United States. Right. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, it really, it, it really, it really does look cool. Now, the, um, this is what Hutch Hutch put on oh, local. That's cool. Now, do you have to wear a mask to get in? I am not sure, Lee. I'd okay. have to check. We I wanted to, to go for the holidays, but I'm not wearing a mask. Probably not. Probably not. I mean, I, I haven't seen the only places I've really seen with masks is government places okay. and hospitals. And then who? And what? California just reinstated that mandate yet last night. And somebody did an indoor. Was that California that did the? Yeah, till till January. 15? Some random date, yeah. Some random date, yeah. In January. California, California. Jeez, yeah, people man. are crazy, man. I mean, let's let let's um let's let let's laugh a little bit. To do no. to the politics and all those woke storylines in so many shows today. You know, I was watching an episode of uh, you where measles came up. Wait, wait, wait. When did I mention measles? I don't know. It was on you. Wait, what? 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 What was on me? What are you talking about? Right? What is the, the even hearing what I'm the saying? I never had the measles. Was on you. We never did a. We never did a measles and vaccine episode. Am I? Is this a joke? I, know. I don't even know it, what you're talking about. It was on you. It was on you. I've never had. Raymond, I've never had measles. What are you talking about? This is stupid. It was an episode of a show, Laura. What's it called? You, what you, it's called you. I've never done a show on measles. I, I just completely give up. We gotta get it's out of It's a show I, I give up. called you on Netflix. There's a show called Loring on Netflix. What are you never talking mind. about? I'm moving on to Adele. I can't explain this to What's you. The pop about? singer had an open. <laughs> now they came out a few weeks later and said they did that on purpose. Yeah, you know she what? They would have to. They would have to because if not, people would really think 
this woman, this woman you know, that's, that's the first time I saw her in a while. She got Botox all up in her lips and stuff. You, see, you, you see? saw that too? You saw that too? Mask. She got her hair yeah. did. Yeah. So I really do feel like she was lost. I really do I, feel I do like too. she no She's a psycho. She's a she nut. Looking, she was looking at the camera guys yes. like, what yeah. do I do next? Yeah. 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 So when she covered it up, they were down at the award ceremonies in Florida. Remember when they had like the award ceremonies for Patriots like a few weeks ago? Well, yeah, she was yeah. down there covering it live with Sean Hannity. And she was like, yeah, we were just joking about that. I'm like, come on, Laura. Whatever, you were in panic yeah. mode. Yeah. yeah. She's nasty, yeah, right. too. I've seen a couple of times where her producer made a mistake, man. Mm -hmm. Ooh, oh, yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. Cursing them out and everything, boy. I mean, she's, she's a, a tough one. It's okay for her to say that they were playing, but the truth is in him. He was serious. Yeah. yeah he was. When he rocked his head back, he, you know what? Forget it. He looked like yeah. Pee Wee Herman. Up in there. He does look like Pee Wee Herman. Um, did you, and there is an actual show called You. Right. Exactly. Right. Right. You know, right. And right. He was like, I figured, I figured that about three U's in. Yeah, right. And, and that's there's a there's a Netflix show and it's actually called YOU on Netflix and right. it's about a guy right. and a girl. Like, why didn't he just explain it? I don't know. Yeah, but she wasn't getting it. That's why. No, so, she wasn't getting it. That's for sure. Head. I never did a show on measles. <laughs> Crazy. I never a nearby doorbell camera captured the desperate cries tearing through what was a quiet afternoon near Lake Nokomis. The story behind those screams is even more terrifying. These are stories you hear about happening to other people. Erin Karnowski was getting ready to take her four-year-old daughter to dance class last Thursday after running some errands. She walked out to her car and saw two men rummaging through it and a woman in a second vehicle watching. One of them came behind me, put me in a headlock, pulled me to my feet. Um, there was a gun pointed at my head the whole time. With hoods up and masks on, the two men led Erin back into her home. When we walked in, um, my daughter was standing right there. So she did see me um, in a headlock with a gun with two very scary bad guys. The entire ordeal was over in about two minutes. Her car, phone, and wallet all stolen. But the real price of this crime cost Aaron, her husband Kaylin, and their two daughters much more than any physical possession. I have to take a leave from work to, to heal, to process this. That can't be replaced, right? I mean, that's the hard part. Our life has flipped upside down because of this. The family doesn't want to leave the place they've called home for 14 years. They want accountability on all levels from these perpetrators, from the city, and from the legal system taking crimes like this seriously. Whether it's manpower or just um, the justice system taking a higher priority with these, something needs to change with, I, they continue to get more brazen, more violent, and it's only a matter of time before somebody gets seriously injured or killed. He's right. What state was that, you know? In the, I, you know, I... I don't know. Fox nine, Fox nine, whatever that yeah. was. I was looking, trying to figure that out myself. Check this out too. Brian, politicians have two goals. The first goal is to get elected. The second goal is to get reelected. I know. I voted for Lori Lightfoot the first time. I won't vote for her next time. And I hope everybody sends that message out to her and all of the aldermen yeah. that we've had enough. Enough is enough. That was um, that was Minnesota's Fox Nine, by the way. Yeah, I was going to make you guys uh, guess. So Minneapolis, Minneapolis. I was going to have you guys Minneapolis. guess it. Yeah. Uh, but here, that guy, that guy just said a mouthful. I voted for Lightfoot the first time. We yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was funny because when he was on there complaining last night, I thought, you know what, USOB, I'll guarantee you I can just tell you voted for, for a Democrat. I'll guarantee yeah. you did. And then when he said that, I thought, good for you. Learn no, your lesson. No pain. No you know pain. what? You won't change until you go through hell. So and, good for everybody that's going through this hell if and, you vote a Democrat. And it's and it's kind of it's kind of um, it's kind of hard to feel bad for him because Indeed. she she didn't know anything about politics or anything like that. She just they called her a rookie. 
They call her a rookie because, you know, she had never been in politics. She didn't know anything. She had never ran for anything before. And that's almost like Stacey, a- Stacey Aiden probably. But um, she never won anything like that. And then all of a sudden she's in charge of one of the leading cities in the country. Second, and, the second biggest city in the country. Yeah. And she didn't do it. She didn't do anything. She, I mean, thing, things got wrong. worse. Things, well, I don't know if to think, well, yeah. Things got worse. Things got worse. But the crime, when you talk to the White House about it, the crime, when Jen Psaki has a couple of words. Do you think it's possible that big cities are dealing with these smash and grab robberies right now, an increase in criminal activity because some prosecutors are too soft on crime? Uh, I would say we have seen, I'm not going to attribute the reasoning from here. What I will tell you is we have seen an increase in crime over the course of the pandemic. There are a range of reasons for that. Um, and what we're, our focus is on is what we can do to address it. So she's blaming crime on COVID? Yeah, she forgot about the, you know, the whole summer of 2020. Yeah, basically. Um, and before. Summer of love, they called it. As cities burn, we remember. We watched it. We we even saw federal people getting blocked in a courtroom up there in Portland, and Molotov cocktails being thrown up against the uh, the walls and stuff. In the most in the mostly peaceful protests, yeah. yeah, right. And then there was a Trump supporter with a MAGA hat on that got shot and killed by an Antifa member. Remember, up in Portland. Remember him. And there was a like a retired police captain got murdered in St. Louis. I mean, it was all over the place, boy. It was there was a guy here, a cop here that they lit a pipe bomb, and he got all kind of it went in his shirt. Oh. He got he got it out and threw it, but it got a bunch of pellets hit him and a couple other people. And the freaking lion ass media and the police department called it fireworks, and it was a pipe bomb. I mean, it's it's. That's why I say, I mean, you can you can put support your police signs in your yard and everything else, but understand who runs the police, and it's not the police. It's the Democrat mayor yeah. and, and the city part, council. The police police don't pay itself. Yeah. And you know, I posted I posted some um I posted something a couple of days ago about Steve Manning and his shock troops. And I still believe and and I say it until I get until I get blue in the face. The shock troops need to be running for local seats. And that's how you shock the system by winning these damn local seats and turning everything around. That's how you win. That's how that's that's a smart way to win long term. Tell you the truth. Um, you start doing shock troop and and, and, and and plus two. The old saying is if you're gonna uh, utilize guerrilla warfare. You don't go out and tell people you're going to use guerrilla warfare. If if you are going to use shock troops, don't get on thing. We're going to use shock troops. They should have never used. They should have never used that terminology. It messed no. the whole thing up. Yeah. What what, Ban- yeah. what Bannon's doing? Just to clarify, what Bannon is doing. You're absolutely right with what you said about elected positions, and I think we are making a little bit of progress there. I mean, it looked like there was some school boards that got flipped during a special election here that just went by. But what Bannon's doing is Bannon's countering the deep state. Those people that he's talking about are the same people, Leah, that you listened to that interview on the Sunday show when they talked about having a knife knife fight in the count room. These are people that are going to be political appointees. If you remember, when Trump came in the first time, he never got one-third of the positions filled with his people the political right. appointees. So that's what Bannon's doing. He's getting all that ready. That's what I understand. Um, so I think both of those things working in tandem uh, should be better than we were before. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't like when they use terminology like that that gets it. The headline is on that word, shop troops. It is. It takes away from man. exactly. That's yeah, not yeah. German troops is what shock troops are, you know. So I don't know. Yeah, terminology matters now. That hope it works. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm. How deep is a deep state? Okay, how deep is a deep state? 
because there, you know what? There was a there was a documentary on Netflix a while while back about the prayer. It was a um, it was a group. There's a prayer group in D.C. The family they call it a family. It's it's called a family, and there was this one guy who brought the Democrats and Republicans together. He was sort of like a spiritual type of person. He, he, he was, you know, the national prayer breakfast, he -hmm. was responsible for that, the national prayer breakfast, but he worked his magic on the outside, not the inside. He was never really in front of the cameras. Whatnot. He's dead now. He's dead now, but he was in front of all the presidents. Wasn't Billy Graham? No, no, no. He was in front of all other presidents. I, I, I wish I, you know what? If I, if I, um, see the Democrat Party changed, man. Remember back in the day, the Democrat Party had religion too. That changed recently. I mean, that changed like in the last ten years. Well, they, their religion now is ideologies of abortion, transgenders, and yeah, I mean. They're more cult religion now. So if, you know, you can go in the transgender cult or you can go in the, you know, abortion cult. They're more, that's what Felgy well, they've, is. The they've religion, always been know? a, they've always been a group of hobbled together victim groups. That's why they can never <laughs> succeed long term. Because right, sooner good. or later, just like if you're on the street and you got a bunch of different subgroups, sooner or later, at least two of them groups are going to start fighting each other. It's just All the right. way it is. And that's the way it is in Washington too. But the, uh, I mean, before, if you look at some of the speeches from prominent Democrats like Hubert Humphrey and people like that, man, they sound like Ronald Reagan. Yeah. Talking about family values and, you know, things that you don't hear him talking about anymore. If, I don't know if it's still on Netflix, you probably can rent it somewhere to watch, but um, it's it's called The Family. This is the trailer for it. In my 20s, I stumbled my way in, and what I found was a secretive Christian organization called The Family, which had been hiding in plain sight for over 80 years. This was a group with tentacles around the world. A humble example of leadership that the world has never seen. A breathtaking enmeshment of church and state. There were congressmen, senators, world leaders. And they say it's about faith, but there's a shared understanding. Now, you you know, you take a couple of things with a grain of salt, too. <laughs> wow. When did that come out? Last, last year. Yeah. Last year. It came out last year. But Doug Coe was a real person and he was with a lot of the presidents. Now, I don't remember. I don't remember seeing him with with Trump. However, I will say that. um you know how they say when a president goes into another country, usually things are already set up so that when you see it on TV, they're shaking hands and stuff. Well, right. Doug Crow and his people were the ones that were going in there and straightening out everything because they uh, they weren't government. They they had uh, plausible deniability. Well, I, well, the government had plausible deniability of them doing this stuff. But the government leaders from other countries knew them, and they and they, I mean, I, I was shocked. I was. Sh- I don't know if anybody in the comment section has um, seen that movie. Yeah, I'm interested. Yeah, it it it, it was. 
and they and they use Christianity. They they have a house. They have a well. They used to have a house in D.C. where a lot of congressmen lived, or they shared the house. And when something would happen, there was one guy in there who was supposed to be the president of the United States on the Democrat side. He, they were going to run him for president, but he, but he got caught up with children, pedophile type of stuff, and they tried to protect him and couldn't protect him. And yeah, yep, yep. Wow. Yeah, the family. Like Maja Edwards. Yeah, John Edwards. The but see, that's, that's why I, that's why I go back to my question: just how deep is the deep state? Going back to what you said just a while ago about um, Bannon is uh, trying to get um, his hands around the deep state, but how how deep do you have to put your hand in the ground? Uh, I know. To, uh, I, it's the whole way down to hell. Yeah. I think I think what you need to do, or we need to start thinking about especially now that we have the technology, the communications technology that we have available, I think we should evacuate Washington, D.C. I think we should get the federal government the hell out of Washington, D.C. When you have an area like that with that much money, I mean, you know how much rent and mortgages are in that area. You cannot afford to be a government employee there unless you got something else going on. Right. And I'll tell you, when you have 90 plus 5%, of people voting for Hillary Clinton during that cycle in that town. That's really all you need to know. Yeah. And the, the and the worst part about deep state is, well, one of the worst parts is not only does it go the whole way to hell, but deep state also overflows into Hollywood. It overflows into our uh, sports sector. It yeah. overflows into big pharmacy. It, it overflows into big tech. So when you think deep state and you think just D.C., it's like, wait a minute, that's just one of the branches on the tree. There's mm-hmm. so many other branches that are part of this deep state, and that's what makes it so hard to fight and prevail and then, and, right and, and and which which takes me back to in order let me throw this at you and then we'll go ahead and end the show um in order to prevail you're gonna have to turn somebody in a deep state you're gonna have to find a couple people within the deep state and turn them so you have to infiltrate the deep state you have to you can't do it from the outside because they've been they've been there so long. They, I mean, they wrote the goddamn rules, and I said goddamn for people, uh, you know. They 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 have the keys to so many things. How do you take that down? And 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 I'm sure and I'm sure President Trump, when he stood up on that podium on inauguration 2016, I'm sure. In his mind, he was like, I'm going to take the deep state down. I'm going to take it all down, and we're going to do this, and we do that. And you remember I said I was stationed in Hickam. The walls on some of the buildings had all those chunks of, of, of rockets and, and all that yeah. stuff because it had been bombarded and stuff. Well, that's basically what Trump did to deep state. He bombarded yeah. the walls and stuff, but he didn't get in there. He didn't get in. He didn't. Get and I in. think that's because he he underestimated the yeah the traitorousness of the people on his side, right? right. Because they're in the deep state the deep. too. When I say deep state, I'm just talking about federal employees. I'm not talking about the oligarchy that you guys are talking about. That's a whole different thing. That that and that's it's 100 right what you said. But first, I think we have to get the administrators, the people that are responsible for putting people in prison and for prosecuting criminals and for doing our military strategy and doing our intelligence. I think first we have to get them. We have a big job ahead. And like I said, everything you said is right about the infiltration of our entire culture. And it, but, it, it's happened. But the, but the employees that you are talking about have a hierarchy of the deep state though. I know, but the best part about it is the president's at the top of that hierarchy. I don't think he is. No, he's not. He is. He absolutely is. No, he's not. He has the he has the ability to fire any appointee in the federal government. He has the ability to fire any military officer in the U.S. military for no reason. How do you think they got Trump out? The deep state. They stole an election. I don't know what. You, what do you mean? The deep state. The deep state worked together to get Trump out of the White House. The they, deep- they had a part in it. Yeah. Man. man. <laughs> 
man, they they call they call those people in the room is like Democrats, Republicans, media, um, traitors, rhinos. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, I think I think it was because of the top of that, though. Oh, no, you're right. No, there, there's definitely a, a second chain of command going on. There ain't no doubt about that, because in the military, I was in it. What's that group that they call in Virginia that um, that you I you remember Obama and Hillary went to. Uh, there's a group that meets of all the rich families and stuff. Bilderberg's Bil- Bilderberg is over top of that. I mean, you know, I never looked into that that much. I heard about them and yeah. I, I don't doubt that there's I don't doubt that there's high money, big money people that are running things. But I also think that if Trump would have known what he knows now back then, he could have used tactics that would have made it easier, more likely to succeed. It might not. It might not ever succeed. How do I know? They've been doing this since 1776, man. I don't know. I don't, yeah, right. how, you know what I mean? How bad yeah. it is. I mean, every time, every day I wake up, I, I see something else that I never thought I'd see. Right. You know, so maybe it's maybe it's impossible, but I'm ready to fight. I don't know. I, I don't I don't think it's impossible. I, I still go back to you, you got to turn a couple yeah. people inside of that deep, deep shadow government. You know, they call it shadow government. That's you right. Gotta, you got to turn some you got to turn a couple people in there. And That's one of the things I can't believe that so many people hate their own country, man. I mean, it's like there's nobody in the whole democrat side that wants America to be freaking successful, right. that yeah. wants us to have our own freaking oil. Every always, one of you every one of you people hate yourselves. Yeah. I always wake up and and pray that I will see Dr. Fauci's wife turn on him and just expose all of his emails. You know what I mean? Or like, I'm always just like, why can't one, like, why can't Comey's brother just be like, dude, I hate you. I'm going to expose all your emails. Like you tell me there's not one person out there that hates. There gotta be, there gotta be a Chinese woman out there. There gotta be a Chinese hoe. There has to be a Chinese hoe out there that hates Hunter Biden. (laughs) You got to bring it to the camera, baby. Fang, fang. Like you're telling me that there's not one hacker out there. Oh, they hack into Kellogg's and like show the KFC secret recipe, but you're telling me they don't want to hack in and, you know, do some good. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense for me. Yeah. Melinda Gates, like, dude, your husband went on the Island. Supposedly you divorce him. Why not say something? I don't know. Cause she was a man. Um, either way, <laughs> the story the story comes out that it gets broken by Charlie Kirk and nobody heard him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what you gotta do? I mean, the media. You gotta. I think we continue to march on CNN. Continue yeah. Hey, Chris Cuomo might be turning. Yeah. He said he's got the tapes with what what Zucker said to him, and he saved all of his emails. That's what we you, need. We I'm need telling, turners, baby. I'm telling you, CNN, and y'all can go to WayneDupree.com. See see my feature article. CNN, y'all in trouble. That, yeah, and and, and I'm not saying I'm not saying you should have you shouldn't have got rid of Chris Cuomo. I'm just saying y'all y'all screwed with the wrong Cuomo. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, and, and, and it's it's going to catch too. It, yeah, it, it's going. It ain't just Cuomo either. It's written yeah. out. There's a whole lot of things. Let me identify. Let me let me uh, explain CNN. CNN means ABC, NBC, CBS. It's all going to fall. Yeah, it ain't going to be know. just CNN. That's I why mean, they all, they're linked together. They all back each other. That's why they're back each other, including Fox. Including Fox. And it takes that one person. If Chris Cuomo has nothing to lose and everything to gain by showing, he said he recorded Zucker. He said that he saved all of his emails. If he can expose them all, he could probably win more than what he would lose at this point. Yeah, right. I'd love to and see him take. I'd love to see him take them all down, and then at the end, they catch him with a little boy. Because Chris Kumo's a, a freaking piece of garbage, man. He is. He is. He's a little steroid, man. I can't stand that guy, man. He's a fake steroid punk. Yeah. Last thoughts real quick. Go. Okay. So Time Magazine Person of the Year, Elon Musk. He uh, came out against vaccine mandates, but yeah. he also gives billions of dollars to... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah. You ha- so. They like kind of weighed. Do we want the money or do we want the vaccines? Ah, we'll take the money. You know what I'm saying? It always yeah. goes back to money. Follow the money. I yeah. gotta say, I I gotta say to your your last thought. When I saw he was the man of the year, I was like, yeah. I mean, and and he'll probably be it next year because he's supposed to be coming out with a phone, and the phone is supposed to be solar powered. 
is going to knock Apple right off his quiche. He's getting rid of all, he's getting rid of a whole lot of money because he's got too much. He's got too and much. He just found out he could take toxic gases out of the atmosphere and turn it into rocket fuel, which totally changes the climate change agenda for the Democrat Party. Hilarious. Hutch. An article from hotair.com. New York governor has a revolt on her hands over sudden mask mandate. On Friday, New York Governor Kathy Hochul stunned people around the state by announcing that a statewide face mask mandate was coming back, though it would not apply to businesses or other venues that required immunity passports. Making matters worse was the fact that she only gave everyone three days to prepare with the mandate going into effect yesterday. She claimed that the mandate was being imposed in response to a surge in Omicron variant cases, despite the fact that we have thus far found only 38 cases in the state with a population of 20 million. There was some initial confusion as to whether the mandate might only apply to public venues, such as bars or restaurants, but Hochul's office quickly clarified that it applied to all businesses without a vaccine mandate. This led local businesses to refer to the order as the mask at your desk mandate, and many business owners were furious. Now, both managers and employees at office buildings in the Big Apple are telling the New York Post that the governor is out of control and many will not comply. God bless you. Don't comply. Also in also in New York, the, uh, they're going to be spending millions, or was it billions? Millions, uh, taxpayers, the taxpayers' money uh, in settling Afghanistan. <laughs> refugees from oh really from august yeah wow. yeah they took their they took their their uh covid money bailout money from washington dc from 50 states worth of taxpayers and invested it in crt training in their school system in new york well um, they must need more money because breaking news new new york state ethics committee just votes that como must return 5.1 million dollars from his covid <laughs> book deal that's good. breaking news. You heard it. Good. Here That's good. Oh, That's good. Wow. See, I, hey. love, I love that. Hit them where it hurts, baby. Look, to, <laughs> we told make you. a move to the trailer park. To, <laughs> to that 2021, the end of the Cuomo brothers.